They okay. just saw me start running. And, so and then they like, looked up and saw the rooftop that I just did and the fill-in that James just did. Uh-huh. So they're like, all right. Um, here I am. I just thought that was standard procedure. I'm like, okay, I'll get naked. I'll get naked anyway. <laughs> Yeah. It's really weird because I'm not really speaking to you in front of me. But I have to think of you as in front of me because if I don't, then I won't be able to speak to you. How you doing? <laughs> I was like, oh, that's what happens when you get arrested. the health care, the Obamacare as they call it. God bless Obamacare. It, I, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I've never had health care in my life. Those of you that are in, in Europe or, 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 or Canada or something, I know you're, you're, you're aghast right now and your mouth is wide, but I've been paying out of pocket for everything that I do health-wise, which is ample. You know, I have pre-existing condition so you know i couldn't get health care for for less than you know i don't know how much a lot i think i looked at it one time and it was like 900 a month and then it, it was i was declined um they wouldn't even accept me so yeah god bless them that's good it's good i mean it's not easy it, it, it you know just like anything big there's a lot of bureaucracy and it was a bitch to actually kind of get get it going you know the, a lot of phone calls and a lot of this and that rigmarole but it's worth it uh i'll have it starting september 1st so i am gonna do some dangerous shit i've been playing my life so safe because i knew i'd have to pay out of pocket for it now it is time to get straight evil Knievel on daddy ass, and daddy ass being planet Earth. Just go nuts. Hog nut wild. And let the taxpayers pay for it, basically. You know, I got the tax subsidy. So I got, you know, inexpensive monthly. Uh, if you, speaking of, ladies and gentlemen, I do have a lot more expenses in my life now, including. The internet, guess who got Wi-Fi, Y-O-N-I, so that's good stuff, you know, I'm going to get you, but on that note, you know, you should donate some, I don't get paid for this podcast, I don't get paid for it, and I do it weekly, and it takes a good amount of time, if you want to pay for the goods and services you're receiving, if it means something to you, this podcast, uh, you can donate to it. They're, they're, the email is the wandering wolf podcast at gmail.com. You go to PayPal, you enter that email, you pay for some, some uh, goods and services there that you're getting here. I don't know if that's what they call it, goods and services, but I'm just calling it that. I'm sure it's self-explanatory how it works there. Or you can go and buy my rap tape on Bandcamp, yonewolf.bandcamp.com, and check that out if you want to receive some something for your donations then you'll get that tape and enjoy that along with many episodes of the wandering wolf i i've been been on a, a binge of listening to this 
guy's music called Magical Clouds today and yesterday. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. It's been a while since I've like looped an album like that, but it's got that vibe. It just has that chill ass vibe that does it for me. And I've been doing what if I've been doing the last couple of days? I've been putting my poems together. I have a lot of poems. I got a grip. I got a grip of poems uh, that will turn into songs of some sort. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I don't even know what will become of them, but I'm sort of organizing things and editing things. I enjoy this part of the process, to be honest. The, the earlier parts are a little frustrating because I don't feel like I'm doing any work, even though I am kind of writing things here and there throughout my life. It's not, I don't, it's not routine based. There's no way for me to sit down and say, I'm going to write, a po- I'm going to write some poems for the delight of the ladies. <sighs> It's, you know, I don't have that in bone in my body. If you have that bone and you want to put it in my body, um, we could get together and make that happen. Print out some pages, go to New York with them, see if I can use some of that maybe in, in, uh, in, in, in some of the secret things I'm doing there. Trying to get some podcasts in New York. If you know of some, like, you know, really great people I need to talk to there, uh, get with me. I'm trying to, I'm, uh, but Dave Portner, last week's guest, did give me some good leads as well. So I'm going to check those people out. Our guest today, Mr. Joey Whiteley, Murs. I've known Joey since we were like 14, I think, or he, he might have been 14, I might have been 15, something like that, 10th grade, 9th, 10th grade. And, uh, we started writing graffiti together right around the same time and that's kind of how I knew him early on before he went to my high school I met him oh I met him at the church I met him at youth group so okay me and my friends uh Ben Selfson and Alex Donnelly um we would go to this youth group meeting every Sunday night at this at this church in town like a Presbyterian church and because we were interested in this like set of girls that, that went there, right? That's the same old story. But how many men have found Christ because of a woman? And that's great. If, if, if a woman is going to change you into, into a, uh, a, a man of faith and bring you into positivity, please, by all means, let it happen. So we would go, we would, but what we, but what we would do as the rascal uh, idiots that we were, we would raid uh, Alex's mom's liquor cabinet. I am sorry, Alex's mom, if you hear this, I'm sorry. It was not my idea. It might have been my idea. I don't know. But I had never drank at that point. That was the first time I ever drank. I think we were 14 or 15. And, um, yeah, we would raid the liquor cabinets and do this, the typical thing that every kid does is fill the, they, you fill the, the vodka bottle back up with water. She must have known. And yeah, we would, we would, we would have, you know, three shots or something of just random shit. Like, oh, get that fucking Kahlua out here. You know, get, oh, the, uh, that fucking orange liqueur. Grab that shit. And, and the, the grenadine. Just random whatever. And like, we would get soused and then go to youth group they would call us Ben and Jerry because no one could remember my name and Ben and Jerry's ice cream. You know, that was like what the youth leader called us. Ben and then me, Yoni, but Jerry, fuck it, Jerry. 
you have to like check on the scale, like how, like in, in the scale of one to 10, how close are you to Jesus? Zero being, you know, the devil and 10 being in heaven with God and, or you are God and you have to, you know, fill in where you are, things like that. But we, you know, we would just, these ladies make us better men. So we met Joey there. I guess his family belonged to that church. We met him at the youth group thing and we started talking. He was interested in graffiti and we were interested in graffiti. So we ended up going out with him uh, and and, uh, doing some bombing here and there. He got real serious. So like that next year, he just couldn't stop. He got addicted to it, you know, and like he was like, he was, he was on and, and very quickly, like within a year or something, he was like part of this, uh, major crew in Cincinnati, like the main graffiti crew called TSC at the time, um, with dudes like, I'm I'm trying to think of who all was in TSC. It was like five optic, Jacer, uh, Sear, Caps, um, I don't know. It was a it was a lot of dudes in there, but but affiliated were dudes like like uh, that got really big, like Dalek, and I guess the the ATT crew, the Kansas City guys. You know, so he became affiliated with those guys, and and uh, you know there there was a lot of crossover, of course, between crews. But those were like the big. He became part of the big guns, like the the. the professional graffiti writers for lack of a better way of saying that though of course none of them got paid for it uh until later which a lot of them are now paid out the ass for it um or whatever their other art that they do but you know i continued and and me and ben continued in art class in school we do we would do art in school and we would write graffiti as toys so so to speak at uh you know and in the dead of night we would go out and we would do do little things here and there but we we never got really that good at it uh joey focused more on it and perhaps had more talent to begin with as well and and then he 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 moved over to my high school and then we 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 were in like ap art together for a couple of years and uh we had a real time in there with mr ferguson that was a good class. It was fun times. Yeah, and my buddy Jamie started writing with us after a while in high school. But we none of us ever got... We had a little crew called the FOT, the 513 crew. That's the, the area code here. It was me, Ben, Jamie, this dude Casey... Aaron Bray, you know, it was like we had we had a we had a crew not to like blow up all these dudes' spots, but I don't think anybody cares that they wrote graffiti when they were sixteen. All right, okay. Um and now Jamie runs a a toy company, a toy store, uh where he sells toys made by a lot of these, you know, graffiti writers, like, you know, East and Dalek and all those guys uh make toys out of their out of their uh characters and stuff. So Jamie now manufactures that stuff and sells it. So he stayed in that world, interestingly enough. And Jamie is also who I started playing music with. I'll get a podcast with him at some point. He's out in Santa Cruz. We'll get that going. But uh, Joey just got diagnosed uh, a, a year and a half ago, two years ago, with MS. And I had never discussed it with him yet. So So we had a night. We went over to a Dream Tiger concert uh, a, f- a couple of weeks ago, and 
came back to my house and then uh, just started talking. And I figured, eh, this is interesting stuff to talk about uh, that might be relevant to some of my listeners. So I turned the tape recorder on, of course, with his permission. And uh, we continued talking. So that's where you, you, you hear it. It's sort of jarring maybe when it, where it comes in. You may not know what we're talking about for a minute, but you'll get there. We're talking about his MS and the difficulties, the different, different uh, things that, that uh, are problematic. Without any further ado, I give you Joey Whiteley. So you got diagnosed in the winter? It was uh, early spring. Oh, of last year? Of last year. Okay. Yeah. Uh, with MS. And then, uh, not to go right into what we were just talking about. No, yeah. That's the best. <laughs> <laughs> so you had erectile problems. Yeah. And you and thought... I, I never knew why. I thought it was partially because I, I was always coming from a bar. Okay. I was at a bar when I'd meet a girl. Right, right, right. And which was like every weekend or whatever, every other weekend. You were fucking a lot. I was, yeah. I was trying to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I was like, this is great. I'm hooking up, you know, hooking up with all these girls all the time. This was, When was this? When I was like 19. Okay, when you first in, moved out When there. I first moved to New Okay, York. so you, you think you've had symptoms for a while. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because okay. I, I was having those, the bowel problems in high school. Okay. Now I first moved, and so, yeah, I was hooking up with girls and not being able to get it up, and I thought it was because, um, because of the alcohol. Right. And then, yeah, I just, so all that, all through my 20s and early 30s, every time, I mean, not, I had some good sex here and right. there, but right. I'd say a lot of it's a good, probably 75% of sex I had in my 20s and early 30s was bad sex. Yeah. It was like, just not you couldn't fumbling maintain. around. Right. Apologizing. <laughs> right, right. Just the worst, you know, like. And you didn't I, know, like you I thought it was just like. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, I thought it was like stage fright. Yeah. I thought it was like me being nervous, yeah. but I, I didn't think I, I, you know, I didn't act nervous. Yeah. I wasn't like, but I was like, oh, maybe my dick got nervous. My dick got like, <laughs> whatever. But, uh, so yeah, so I found out, so I kind of got relieved when I knew I had MS. I was like, I was like, oh, that's why this, that's why. Yeah. Um. Now I thought maybe because I watched so much porn growing up that I was so desensitized. I know. You know what? I have I have similar problems. Sometimes I have the same problem, and I wonder if it's connected to like the Chrome stuff. Yeah. I, I don't want. I don't know. I, it, it could be because I actually am desensitized, which I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. about that. But it might be connected. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I didn't. I'm glad that I didn't grow up with internet porn. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. These kids today uh, yeah. must be ruined. Yeah. I was like looking at like fucking lingerie in the in the uh, McAlpins and J.C. Penney catalogs. Totally. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> the back of what was that? Everybody's news. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the the fucking like uh yeah like ads the black for, and white right news print ads yeah like he's like barely a bra yeah like, oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 
my next plan is just to stick with somebody, right. find, find a solid, you know, partner. Partner. Have you, did you had you had girlfriends like throughout that time? Yeah, yeah, I've had a few girlfriends in New York since I've been there, and since I oh since I've got diagnosed, I've well I don't know since had, I just went the whole time, but yeah. Nothing like that long. Did that time. did that mess the relationships up? I felt like maybe it did. Yeah. Or at least with people with girls that something could have something good could have come out of it. It's like something could have grown, like something, you know. But I, I feel like I was embarrassed and would just like shun or like back know, off go back in my shell because I was like, Oh, I can't fuck, so I'm yeah. gonna not call that person, you know? So I probably, like, ruined, you know, I probably, like, ruined a lot of potentially good relationships with great people. You know, I, like, yeah, it's not like, yeah, I've definitely broken relationships, connections, ties with people that were awesome, you know, like, just great people that I was just like, oh, fuck. I'm, you know, I'm yeah. I'm no good. <laughs> so I just stopped calling. But uh do they ever t- ch- chase you down and not no no one's like been here and there. Yeah. Yeah. But eventually But I just yeah, I've always been kind of like a defeatist too, I think, and divorced parents, I'm always like, "Oh, it's all doomed anyway." Right, right. <laughs> you know. So but, you know, I'm trying to be... Were you we pretty dark growing up, you think? I don't think so. I mean, I, everybody, at least how I think other people saw me, everybody... Because people think I've changed, which I probably have. Um, everybody's like, yeah, I used to be, like, so happy-go-lucky, like, super fun and smiley and... Maybe, a little bit. Happy all the time, but I don't know. I, I feel don't. like you've always been kind of quiet. Really? I mean, like... You would get, like, wild when you would, like, drink at parties and shit, like, in high school or whatever, like, but who doesn't, you know what I mean? Right. But other than that, yeah, I felt that you had a, not, I wouldn't say shy, but sort of, sort of quiet, you know, demeanor. Um, I wouldn't say dark, I don't think, but I don't know the inside of a man, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I always like dark things of the dark world, you know. I liked the cure when I was little. Right. <laughs> but not, you know, I was never like a cutter. Or right, like, right. Do you, do you think that spray paint has affected you negatively? I think it probably did. And I probably shouldn't have painted yesterday. Yeah. Or I probably sh- Do you feel it? I did yesterday, but it was also super hot. Yeah. And yeah, the sun was blazing and I was doing like a standing out in the sun for four or five hours doing a piece. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I I taste it inhaling the fumes. Yeah. I can, I definitely feel that, but I don't, I never feel ill afterwards. I don't feel like sick to my stomach or anything or Yeah. Yeah. I I could see that, that, that spray paint would be, I mean, I, I've, even just like, I was just painting my, uh, uh, I don't say lawn furniture, but like patio shit, like the other day and uh, not even painting it, but uh, sealing it. 
Oh, and yeah? that shit, yeah, like I felt it the next day. Even I was like, feel, really, feel kind of weird, and you can kind of still yeah. smell it somehow. So, I could see the, all those years. We should say what you had done for you write graffiti. Yeah. If that's yeah, I started still... doing graffiti when I was fourteen. Yeah, with you. Yeah, and then. Uh, and then you continued on. I remained a toy for about three <laughs> years, and you got real serious about it. Uh, and joined like the biggest crew or like the best crew in Cincinnati TSC yeah and um not am I blowing up people's no, spots no. is this I like don't care. No, she, I, don't I mean care. am I like saying Joseph was a I'll crip I'll talk about graffiti for days straight Joseph you know? was a crip at age four <laughs> but so so you yeah you got you got more serious yeah, yeah super you. serious I like yeah. treated it like it was my job when I was 14 like and through, through through all high school, like yeah. I didn't pay attention to anything in class. All I did was practice graffiti in my notebooks. Yeah, did it every weekend or whenever I could. Sneak out and do it. And what? And like, I hardly ever wore a mask. Like maybe once I started doing permission walls, where I'd yeah. stand in front of the wall all day for like multiple days. I'd be like, all right, I'll wear a mask for fifteen minutes here and there, but pretty much never wore a mask. And yeah, that probably had some some effect. I'm sure it did. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. So I don't even know. It might not even be MS. It could be something else. Like, I mean, that's what they told me it was. But okay, How, but they they probably know. I mean, I don't know. That's the yeah. one thing I think that Western doctors are good at is diagnosing shit. Yeah. Or knowing what the signs are. But what's? I mean, you know, I don't know. What's the difference ultimately? Like, it's just different names with different things. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely an autoimmune yeah. disease, but yeah, I don't know if there's any reversing it. That's the <laughs> I'm, I'm that's like, the sad part, you know. Well, it's not. I'm, I don't get sad about it really, yeah. which is good because a lot of people think like, oh, you, you know, I've never like cried about it, or I'm like, yeah, okay, I have it, but even when you first got diagnosed, it didn't. It never felt. No, I, well, I kind of figured that it was something like that. Yeah. Because I knew I had something, so it wasn't like... How long did you know you had something? Probably at least for a couple years. Okay. At least. Because I'd had trouble walking for a few years. Okay. Only, uh, like, very sporadic, like, uh, you know, on, on occasion. What Usually is- when I was, if I got real fucked up on, like, the first time I remember having trouble walking was first time i did mushrooms okay and it was like a november day wasn't that hot out but for some reason i had trouble i got like soup my body got really hot and i started sweating i started like taking off layers of clothes meanwhile like people had jackets on and stuff and i had to sit down i remember i just couldn't walk huh did you did that like trip you out on the trip like did it give you a bad trip uh it kind of did but i sat down and rested and then i um, were the I people just, understanding that you were with? Were they? Like, I, I was with just one other person, my girlfriend at the time, and she was understand. You know, she just sat down with me for like a half hour, and then we walked back to my place. It was probably like a mile. We were just walking around the whole time. Yeah. And then, uh, so I just thought maybe I reacted. Well, I definitely reacted to the mushroom somehow, but and then another time, a few years later which was one of the first times maybe that I did edibles. I okay. ate a weed cookie. Yeah, that will fuck and you up. Yeah. 
I mean, I think that would make anybody not be able to walk sometimes. Like, yeah. I had a weird panic attack on one on an airplane a couple weeks ago. Oh, really? On a pill. Yeah. Oh, man. A weed pill. But a pill. Like, I say, they're pretty good for California too. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That shit works you out. But So you had trouble walking on that, too? Yeah. I was with um, another girlfriend at the time who... You, the trend is that you like to do hardcore drugs with your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most hardcore I got. Yes. But, uh, what you call it? Yeah, so we were walking from one neighborhood to another in Brooklyn. Ate a weed cookie. And same thing. Like, I just got super hot. Took off my shirt. Like, still just too hot. It was the middle of the night, too. And it was way too hot out. And I'm sweating. And I... Could bear, I was like stumbling back to her apartment. Yeah. I could barely make it. I was like, yeah. She had, yeah, I couldn't make She was helping me. She was like Damn. helping me walk. And Were you getting dizzy at all or it was just your legs? My legs, really. Yeah. What just, does it feel like? Uh, it kind of feels like really heavy weights are attached to them and you're walking through a, like mud or something. Fuck. Like, yeah, like you just can't. They kind of just shut down. Okay. Yeah. You can't command your legs yeah. to walk. Like, How often just does shut that, down. do you feel that? Um, I would say every, like, I could go a couple months without feeling it. And then maybe, yeah, maybe once every couple months if I'm, like, if I just overexert myself, if I'm working and working up a sweat or doing any physical activity. But all, all the work I do is pretty physical for the most part. Yeah. So, um... I mean, that bike so riding had to be real t- real bad, hard on you. Yeah, but for some reason, uh, it never really... It never... I can do a lot of physical work, and I'll never feel anything sometimes. And then I can just be standing up doing something real you know, not that taxing at all, and it'll kick in. Right. I don't know. Yeah, there's no rhyme or reason to it. Huh. Did you, what about, I mean, my mind goes to food, because that's what, you know. Yeah. Like, what if you ate something, you know, that that your body disagreed with, or, you know, that's another, that's where my mind goes. Yeah. I mean, I... But I don't know. I didn't eat well growing up. Yeah. And into my, up until a couple years ago, really. Yeah. But I never liked vegetables, and I grew up eating spaghetti and grilled cheese. Right. And... As do many of us, definitely. Right, yeah. So I don't know what it was. Like, I don't know if there's any way... Of course, I don't have health insurance, so... Do you get the Obamacare yet? You can get the... I'm working on it right now. It's, It's a bitch to get. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. But they said initially... So I signed up June 11th, and it said initially, like... You you most likely qualify for uh, Medicaid, Medicaid uh-huh. you know. So I'm like, oh fuck yeah, great, it's free. You know what I'm saying? Like, and um, then I go like it said like they should they should have an answer within a month, right? So finally, I was calling after a month and everything. Finally, got a hold a hold of them and they didn't. They were like, oh, well, we don't have this. We don't have your Jesus motorcycles are crazy. <laughs> They're like, we don't have your 
income. We need proof of your income or whatever. So I was like, well, you should fucking let me know earlier. Yeah. So finally I send that in or I had my accountant send that in, fax it in. And then um, I just got a letter yesterday talking about, oh, no, no, sorry, you didn't qualify. <laughs> really? Yeah, so I was like, ah, oh, fuck, so what do I need to do now? I heard that, like, everybody could get it. Well, no, this is Medicaid, though. This is oh, free health care. this isn't the, okay. This is free health care. You huh. can qualify for it. If you if you have such sporadic employment like you have, yeah. you can qualify for it. So I had, like, a stack of fucking medical bills that I was waiting for Medicaid to be like, yeah, you know, give me all your shit, and then I'll take care of you. Yeah. Well, because it said it was retroactive. But then I find out that I'm not qualified. So yesterday, I, just, I had to pay a bunch of bills. I haven't paid some of them. And then um, I, I had to get on the phone with them, which like takes forever, you know. And yeah, it's the worst. Basically, yesterday and today, I was on the phone with them for like a few hours trying to like figure out what I can get, you know what I mean? What, yeah. what kind of insurance I can get. And I think now, finally, today... They got to figure it out. But you should get it, man. You should get it because you don't want to be coming yeah. out of pocket on that shit, man. But at the same time, like, I haven't had health insurance my whole life. Yeah. Until I got diagnosed, I, I had free health. I had Medicare, Medicaid, uh, Health First. Okay. Which I think Maybe is part a New York of Medicaid. Thing. Yeah. I had that for free for a year. Okay. I was like, I need to get health insurance now because all this shit. And then it just ran out. And I had to lie to get it. I had to go through all this shit. I was like, told that my sister supported me and that I don't make any money and I don't spend any money. Right. Like, <laughs> right. I don't have any bills or anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I somehow I got free health insurance for a year. And then, but because I never had it before that, it's easy to go back to not having it. Especially because I'm not on the medicine for... Right, MS. So right, but you're trying to do the self. You know, if I ever get into a bike accident, I'll you know I'd be on like a pay as I go. Right. I mean, I went to the dentist a few weeks ago and I got a tooth pulled and I just paid him yeah two hundred bucks or whatever. I mean, that's how I've been doing for since I was eighteen or whatever. But Mm. um, but it's better to have insurance. Yeah. And it's not that hard, man. Like, I think yeah. you qualify for Medicaid. All you got to do is go to the healthcare.gov website and, like, it walks you through it. It took me, like, maybe an hour or something to do it all, like, oh, yeah. for that. I mean, after that, it got to be a headache. But, like, at least get it started and then it might be easy for you. They might be like, oh, yeah, you're qualified for Medicaid. Boom. Yeah. And you have it. And then, you know, because you'll need to go to checkups and, you know, whatever shit. If shit, something is wrong, you want to get checked out. Yeah. You don't want to have to come out of pocket on that because it can get really expensive. You know? Yeah. No, it's true. I, I don't even know what the medicine would have been if I didn't have health insurance. Right. Yeah, who knows, man? Like, that shit can get thousands like thousands of dollars a month. month. Yeah. yeah. So, um,. Yeah, mine, mine is 600 a month. Really? Like regular medicine. But I get some generic shit flown in from India. Like, oh, wow. And it's like maybe, I don't know, 200 a month. You know what I mean? Right. Whatever. But That's covered? No. Oh. I mean, it will be. Now it will be. Oh, okay. I'm just saying what I have been doing. Yeah. But now, um, <clears throat> once I buy my insurance, it'll be covered. Yeah. Which is good. Nice. Yeah. And, and, and even whatever I'm going to get is going to be pretty cheap per month you know not outrageous yeah you know which is 
it would have been outrageous, of course. Especially with a pre-existing condition, you can't even get that shit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to stay in my dream world of like, oh, I can be self-medicated, just live a healthy lifestyle. Well, weed is supposed to be good for MS. Yeah. I know that. Definitely. Um, Mel's Monta Williams. Monta Williams said that? He's got MS. Oh, he does. He okay. smokes. <laughs> he smokes weed? Monta Williams is all of a sudden like one of my idols. Okay, <laughs> like, okay. I love him all of a sudden. <laughs> That's cool, uh, man. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I wouldn't think of, of him as being the weed type. Right. But, <laughs> I mean, he's probably his doctor. He's kind of like a energetic he's army. Military. He's military. He's ex-military, yeah. yeah. Navy SEAL. Yeah. Right? I think so. Um, So, uh, how much are you still painting and what sort of stuff? Um, I'm not painting much. Maybe like... I mean, I really started slowing down in the early 2000s, so I kind of went, like... Just from having moved out to New York and shit? Well, after after being there for a few... I moved there in 99. Okay. And then around 2003, I started slowing down because I got arrested a few times and just wasn't working. Doing what? What were you doing? Street bombing. Okay. Doing tags and, yeah. One time with Aaron Bray, right? Yeah. I remember him <laughs> telling me about that. Yeah, we were just visiting New York. Oh yeah. When we were sixteen. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Or I was sixteen. He was seventeen. We were just putting up stickers and got arrested. Oh man, and that was what was and that? What? Tell me the story of that because I remember that being a pretty wild night. I didn't know anything about like you know. I think it was a weekend night in the west, almost West Village, like Broadway, and uh, I think we're West Fourth. Right in the heart of shit. Yeah. And I didn't know anything about undercovers or, like, Vandal Squad or DTs or whatever. And I think it was, like, a weekend night, probably, like, 9 o'clock at night. And we were just putting stickers up. And it was Giuliani era. Oh, so yeah. that's when they were cracking down on everything. And I didn't know that sticker, you know, whatever. We had, like, we had paint in our bags because we were going to paint when it got later into the night. And people, whatever... When it got more dead, so we're like, we're just going to put up stickers for three or four hours, and then, so this guy, we're putting up stickers, and this guy pulls up, gets out of the car, walks up to us, car door still open, He's, and I'm like, whoa, this is weird, like, he walks up to us, I'm thinking, like, Like, oh. fast? Was he, like, walking, like, hurriedly? Kind of, yeah, and I was like, oh, maybe he's, like, going to ask for directions or something. But he saw you put the shit up. Yeah, and he just immediately was like, all right fellas and like went through our bag you know we had a shit ton of stickers and spray paint so they put us in central booking with the intent for putting up stickers and the intent to do more because we had spray paint but uh and somehow they didn't take i still had stickers on me in the cell okay they didn't take did you put them up in the cell no but aaron bray did (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he uh, he, he was took, riding swine at the time. Yeah. Okay. He took one of my stickers and put it on the ceiling, and it stayed up for years, and it was still there. Had you went back? Arrested, like four years later. What? With five. Yeah. It was still, and I had. Other I just people. saw him the other night. By the way, did you? I he heard was he was in town. Wasted. Of course. Obliterated. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, I heard he was back. Yeah. Yeah, got arrested with him, and uh, 
That was another. But what happened? What I remember you guys ended up getting out of it that first time because me and Aaron. Yeah, I remember him telling me about it. Maybe like you got out of it because of something. Like either they like maybe they were like physical with you or they did something oh. wrong. Yeah, well, not at the time we didn't get out of it, but I guess years later, probably seven or eight years later, Aaron contacted me and he's like, hey, you know, we can get money from this, from that time we got arrested because we were unlawfully strip searched. Oh, shit. And I was like... Some fucking cute young 17, 16 year old (laughs) boys getting strip searched by some man cops. Damn. I just thought that was standard procedure. I'm like, okay, I'll get naked. I get naked anyway. Yeah. Okay. You did used to get naked at parties. I remember that. (laughs) Yeah. So I, you know, I didn't think anything of it. I was like, oh, that's what happens when you get arrested. Right. P.S. We were in jail the same time that Pete Rock was in jail. Was he there? Yeah. We like walked. He was with another group of guys that when they were moving us from one place to another, we like. I didn't know what he looked like. I'd heard of him, but Aaron. Aaron so he's like Everybody that we were with were like, oh, that's Pete Rock. Like, what's up, man? Did, what was he in jail for? I don't know. Drugs? We just walked past his group of guys. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, what, uh, oh yeah, so Aaron finds out. He gets a letter in the mail. I'm already living in New York at this point. Aaron gets a letter saying that you can get money from, I guess, the state or the city of New York because you were unlawfully strip-searched in the year of 96. It's or, like one of those uh, groups, group settlements or whatever they call them yeah. where, where you get a letter. Yeah. yeah, I see. I get you. And Aaron told me that, and I didn't think anything. I was like, yeah, whatever. It's probably bullshit. I was living in New York, and I was like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm not trying to fight for for that, like, yeah. for nothing, I'm sure, for no result. And then next thing I know, Aaron gets like, I forget, a couple thousand dollars. Oh man, so you didn't do it. it. And I didn't do it. Oh damn. And I was like, oh man. I probably didn't have to do it. I probably just had to respond. Right, <laughs> right. Just sign something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what happened the second time you were in jail with, with five? We got rolled on by two undercover white ladies in a yellow cab. That's how you got caught? Yeah. Doing the painting? Street, yeah. Street bombing. Yeah, in Soho. Okay. On, I think it was Mercer or Wooster. Um, like doing like bombs, like bubble bombs. Yeah. Shit. Okay. Eric was painting. I was looking out for him. Okay. He was going first. So they, undercovers rolled by in a yellow cab. And we, we weren't painting because we were like, all right, chill, wait for this car to pass. And I guess they just see us like standing there looking sketchy. No reason to just be like standing in the middle of the block. Right. And uh, so they go around the corner and park and then they walk up to us and the one's like kind of staggering like she's drunk. Wow. They had and I was like, oh, it's a couple ladies like on their way home from the bar or something. And uh, and they just walk right up to us and they're like, all right, <laughs> fun's over. Oh, man. And we couldn't do anything because at that point there was two guys coming from the other end of the block. That they had called. But, maybe. Yeah. How, so, how old were you, were you at that time? I was 19. Not that long after I got arrested with Aaron. It was like my first year of living in New York. That Was there more times? Or that's just those two? That was it in New York. And then I got arrested in Richmond, Virginia. 
the next year in 2000, 2000 or 2001. What happened there? Um, went down there to visit my buddy James Dalek, and we had like a week long. I was like, I'm just going to go crush the city because that's all I wanted. You know, I was like, just had to, he already in had that work. mindset of like, I'm going to go to this smaller city and go out every night and just destroy it. And I did for a week. And then it was like the fourth or fifth night we got caught mainly because I got super nervous and took off and ran. Oh no. What we could have just probably kept walking, but this car was like cruising. This cop VCU police. It was the campus police. Yeah. We got caught by We're like slowly creeping by. And I was like, Oh, we're done. So you, but, but they didn't see you do shit. I don't think so. They okay. just saw me start running. And, so and then they like, looked up and saw the rooftop that I just did and the fill-in that James just did. Uh-huh. So they're like, all right. Yeah, it was bad. It was my fault. Is that Was that the first time he went to jail? No, I think he probably been in jail a few times, a handful of times. So That was the first time for... No, I think he got arrested for graffiti once before then but anyway so you slowed down after that yeah that's what really cause then cause that was the most serious time like I basically had to live down there for the next few months like doing community service damn I had to do 200 something almost 300 hours of community service so you spent a lot of time for with the city yeah did he so yeah. he, he he stopped around that time too no yeah and he got and super famous and rich doing yeah. what he's doing yeah that's what made him move to New York. He's like, screw this place. Did he? How did he yeah. do that? Just like get into galleries and shit. Like, you know, how did he get yeah. into that world, the legit world? Uh, he was connected to the to people that were doing it already. You know, like a street art guy, like calls and like who twi- twist already. Yeah. Who else so, was, was already in that world? Um, I think cause in them. Yeah. Yeah, he was friends with him, and he just kind of, I don't know, he was good at, good about it. Yeah, smart. Yeah, and I was still super, he was 12 years older than me. Right. So I wasn't trying to have any business sense. I was like, sounds cool, but. Similar to what happened with Aaron Bray and the, and the uh, cop, not necessarily like that. It's a lot more complicated, obviously. Yeah, to, right. To do whatever he did to maneuver into, because it's not just gallery, but he's now he's got toys like my my buddy Jamie Brill you know Jamie Brill oh yeah yeah he sells all these daily toys and shit I follow his uh Instagram yeah 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 um but yeah so that I also never wanted I also had I never had that clear of an idea what I wanted to do in my head but I knew what I didn't want to do and I never really liked the graffiti crossover I never really liked the toy Thing. I mean, it was cool. You didn't want to. Was it like a, like, you didn't want to sell out kind of thing? Or it wasn't what? even selling out. I just always liked oil paint. You know, like yeah. Hate to be like oh fine art, but I like oil figurative oil painting. Right. You know that's what like what you were doing in high school actually. Yeah. 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 I guess I was. I think you were doing that in high school already. Yeah. Um. So you you didn't want to really mix the graffiti with the, your other art side. Yeah. I mean, I did a handful of things. Like, I would take things if they were presented to me. Like, if somebody was like, get in this gallery show, put a MERS piece in there. You yeah. You do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even now, I would do, you know. Sure. But, 
if there's any galleries listening, please <laughs> get my boy up in there. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I still have that idea of, well, now I'm kind of like, I'm ready to, I'll sell out, I'll do graffiti for Starbucks, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Did you, how, why do you feel that? It's just like, you're, we're old. Well, now that I'm, whatever, I got sick, I'm yeah. kind of like, I don't want to work. <laughs> yeah, you need some money. I don't want to, yeah, I just want to like, make money doing some cool shit. Yeah. Whether it's painting a portrait or painting, doing like graffiti. Did you, did you have ambitions? Uh, I don't know how to put this. Well, did, did, did you have... Uh, any? Did you ever have like a militant attitude about graffiti, like about it selling out and feeling like that was like a, a negative thing? Um, militant to myself, I never like, I never talked shit about it, you know, because I was friends with guys that did toys and yeah. stuff like that. So I thought it was cool that other people did it, but I was never, yeah, I was never like, you know, I've painted murals for Coca Cola and. Stuff like that. I've done commercial stuff before, but I just knew that wasn't the direction I wanted to go in because then I wouldn't... Plus, I don't want to fall into something in my early to mid-20s that, like, made me famous and that I just have to repeat that over and over, you know? That's yeah. what people people would want from me for the rest of my life. Yeah, but that's kind of like... Isn't that sort of preemptively... Uh, I don't know. That seems to me like... Just being dismissive. Yeah, preemptive worry. Yeah. Or something. Which, I don't know why, but I feel like I've always had a lot of preemptive worries. Yeah. Like, I'll just assume shit before it happens. We said earlier with the girl, you you know. Yeah. You're like, eh, it's not, it's probably doomed anyway. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You gotta get out of your mindset. You gotta do some positive Yeah. A lot. Like, in, uh, yeah, every aspect of my life. Where I'll just make make a point to not let myself, you know. <laughs> I don't know why. It's fucked up. Like, I love, you know, I, I like the fame from graffiti. I like recognition. And, you know, I'm, at the same time, I'm probably, like, more egotistical than I should, than I, anybody should be, like. About your, like, graffiti skills? Yeah, or just, yeah, just like my reputation, my name. You know, yeah. like I want to have a name, right? But I never let myself you, try to get successful. But you're well, you're well respected among graffiti artists. Yeah, yeah. But I guess you know, yeah. There's only like a handful of graffiti artists that make it into the pop spectrum. You know, I mean, yeah. even somebody like Espo or like you know, what I mean, these people that like you just know who they are. Even if they're not, I don't know if he does. Uh, gallery. I'm sure he does. Yeah, he but does. I, yeah, I don't know. There's only a handful that get super, super famous. But you're you're quite famous amongst graffiti people. Yeah, and now I'm kind of ready to like. I guess because I was always not a purist, but I was always really tried to be aware of you know the people people that really deserve like because a lot of people that blow up and make a shit ton of money don't deserve it right or maybe whatever you know like not that they don't deserve it but they're not as credible of artists or writers as in your opinion in my opinion yeah but um you want to name names so to me to right name names <laughs> <if you. laughs> to me i'm like all right i'm in my early 20s yeah i'm just some 
kid from Cincinnati doing like my rendition of a New York art form. Yeah, kind of a, like I guess I look at it. I look at a lot of things as being kind of sacred in a way. I don't know why. Like I shouldn't. You considered yourself in the in the tradition, and you wanted to to, to fit in within that to respect the culture. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not my place. So like I've given up. I've given up opportunities before because I just didn't feel right about it. Like oh, I you know. So you want somebody to stay else true, should true have this because they've been around longer. I see. Because they're forty years old and I'm only twenty. Right. And I don't know. Like yeah, just what weird. kind of shit? Like, uh, there's a museum show at the Chelsea Art Museum. Yeah. In in New York, that happened. Um, the, this book that came out called Graffiti World. Uh huh. That I was in, they wanted to do an art show that coincided with this artist named Mimo Rotella. Okay. Some like old Italian artist who does like street paintings that are kind of like they look like weathered walls they look okay um his paintings are kind of replicas of layers and layers of shit on walls like that sounds cool torn, yeah really cool paintings so somehow they somebody put me in touch with them like do you want to be in the show where you'll paint like an installation as part of his as wall? part of not his wall, but that'll be up at the same time okay. his show. Yeah. So, like, it coincides. And I was like, yeah, I'll do that. And then I realized that I didn't... That wasn't my thing. Because to me, it was, like, like faux graffiti. Right. You know? Like, I so didn't... Making, I didn't, making I didn't a make mockery it, of it or something? Yeah. Like, yeah, like, everybody's going to come in. Everybody in New York is going to come in and see this. And then be like, why did they get this guy why they get this kid so I, I got in touch with this other person who I'd never met before but I knew I was familiar with his work he was a graffiti writer who does fine art that looks like this guy's st- they look like weathered okay. walls and he was psyched and he was like I looked up to him as a graffiti writer like in coming up like I knew who he was and um, so I God, I was like, you want to do this with me? It'll be cool. And then I backed out after the first day. I was like, I just don't feel right. You know, it was like, just didn't feel right. Yeah. Some For some reason. And did you know he I mean? did he end up getting pretty successful? So he got, that? he got, yeah. He's real successful now. I wouldn't say it's directly from that. Yeah. But I think he definitely got put in touch with some key people. Off of that. After doing that. Oh, man. I know. I still think about it. Like, what kind of stuff does he do now? Like, what's his what's his like money shit? Oh, uh, like abstract paintings. That yeah. it's like layers and layers of tags. Okay. Which is cool, but you know that's not me. Yeah. You know that's not. Uh, I heard that he got fucking grandfathered a house down from Spike Lee. Really? Yeah. In Fort Greene. Wow. Probably wasn't free. I'm sure he, you know, but. Like that's he's in that type of that that, that world. Yeah, Jesus, that's cool. I know. I'm like fuck. I'm selling weed on my bike. Yeah, <laughs> nothing cool about that. <laughs> nothing, you know. Yeah, but whatever. I I don't feel like. I feel like I'm still maybe could make a name for myself on some other yeah. shit because I wanted that's you know I want to do portraits anyway or like weird oil paintings. Yeah. Are you are you active in that? Are you doing it a lot? 
Um, I wasn't for a while. I kind of, yeah, slowed down. I've had a couple of solo shows, and then um, I've maybe done a couple of things a year for the past, like, five or six years. Yeah. But now I'm starting to, I'm trying to be more, more disciplined with it. Yeah. Um, but then that's a health thing, because I like oil painting. Right. I'm using, like, bad solvents, you know, that are, like... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's not great for you either. Yeah. But probably better than aerosol. Yeah. You can control it better than aerosol, whether it gets in your oh, yeah. nose or whatever, brain, you know. I mean, I for don't know. Sure. Maybe you still, maybe the fumes are still really bad. I'm sure they are. Yeah. But Although I know they make acrylic spray paint now. Like really? Water-based. Yeah. That's crazy. That doesn't, that doesn't probably have not the that same. Good, but. Probably doesn't stick. Yeah. On the wall. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, let's talk about style. Okay. Um, what what's what what would you say? You got uh, click it down, then click it back up. Is that going? Yeah. Just wait till it's green. Um. So, what would you say you, your style is in, graf- in graffiti? In graffiti? Yeah. Or your influences? Like what? Where? What are you going for? Semi-traditional legible letters I like being able to read yeah. what it said you know never went for the laser spaghetti style that they <laughs> <Yeah>. call it because <laughs> I just do it in arrow that's wild million style. arrows going every which way yeah, just for yeah. the sake of filling up space yeah yeah I just always tried to pretty keep simple it, keep it simple yeah um I mean I definitely started Getting into the, I guess the Midwest. Maybe it's the Midwest style. What do you call? What's the Midwest style? Which this guy East was doing. Okay. ATT crew. Okay. Kansas City. Kansas City and Chicago. He's from Chicago, but he kind of made a name for himself in Kansas City, and he put me down with his crew. ATT. Is that scribing them? Yeah. Okay. So he was kind of like. Uh, that's another dude that's fucking making a real good living right yeah. now. Yeah. Doing those rhinos and shit. Yeah. So, yeah, I used to paint with all those guys when I was a teenager. Yeah. You know, I wasn't thinking, like, long-term. I was just thinking, all right, let's make a trip to Kansas City. Are you still in contact with all those guys? A little bit, yeah. One of them should, should, like, put you on in in, in a certain world. I mean, if you're, like, down to do shit like that, then, like, you got so many fucking friends that are, like, really, really rich and famous now. I mean, I, that's just my opinion. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like... So, okay, I'm sorry. I, I, I derailed your, your talk about style, though. So, you said you're on that Midwest style related to those ATT guys east. Explain. Chunky, legible, and... Uh, but elegant. Yep. And East, his thing was like, it has to, he didn't say it has to look, but he was into pieces looking like they're tanks. Okay. Like, that's when he'd get real height. And East was basically like the guru. Okay. He really was. Like, he, he, set, he set the style for everybody. In the Midwest? Yeah. Okay. Like, he, well, for that crew in the Midwest, but that was like, you know, kind of one the of the top crew. crew. Yeah. The crew that everybody was like, that's the shit. So, 
Yeah, so he, he's definitely set the style, and everybody kind of did their rendition of this like really heavy, kind of like sharp line, sharp angles, and less simple, legible, but also like tech. Yeah. At the same time, so. Yeah, I remember your shit, your shit. Your shit was was uh, blocky or or not blocky, but uh, what did you say, chunky? But I feel like it. All, there were, there were always like these elegant lilts at the end of a letter or something like almost like a serif, but not a serif, but like a freestyle serif. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Totally. You like that shit? Yeah. Yeah, I I, I was like that a lot. It added the the a more like. I'll keep using the word elegant, like a, but it's a softer flavor. Yeah. To it. Like, like not that. as hip hop or something. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit of like smoothness. Yeah. Or something. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Got got it all from Rapes and East. Okay. And Rapes was Jacer. also Jacer. Rapes used to Oh, Jacer. J- J- yeah, yeah. Jacer. But he would get a little wilder. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. he's. I mean, I, I remember he had a lot of pretty wild styles. Yeah, for sure. At least back when I was aware of him. He had what, what he called the Swiss cheese style. Okay. Where it was like little holes cut out of his letters, and it was all kind of laser spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he got real wild. Yeah. But then, I almost started like dumbing myself down, my style down on purpose. For some reason, I think because I I care, I spent too much time on pieces. Like I would drive myself. Like I wouldn't do a piece unless I gave myself a hard time about it. Perfection. Like, like I couldn't just bust one out and that be it. Like I had to fucking stand there, like step back every ten minutes and look at it. Be you know, change have to change everything and. And then, yeah, it's a legal finally. legal wall, obviously. Yeah. What what was yeah. uh, what what was the most time consuming element of it? Uh, or the thing you were most anal about? Probably the initial outline. Okay. Yeah. Once you get that getting shape, the, yeah, then it's getting the letter structure down. Right. Yeah. How much so would you good. vary it? Because you always wrote MERS. Yeah. You never. Had a different word as far as I, I did. Remember. What, what yeah, was it? Well, well, that's yeah. right. That was like after you got caught in New York, maybe. No, it was uh, it was before. Okay, okay. it was like 90, 96 or ninety seven. Okay, that was around the beginning. I was real. I thought you know, Mers was hot. I had a big head in my own head. I was like, oh shit, I'm doing too much. It's a small city. I'm doing, you know, they're gonna, yeah. I, th- I thought I was too hot, so I switched yeah. my name just for bombing, and then I saved MERS for like for legal pieces, pieces and legal. Okay, stuff. okay. So yeah, I was writing well. That's right. And then, but what? Uh, so what? Like, how, how much can you vary it with one with the same word? You know, I mean, assume I'm just, just you not know, that much. Put I mean, weld out of the picture for a minute and just MERS like. If you're just just con- like doing, yeah. how many pieces you know that that say MERS? Like how many? Well, times? that's why you got to switch up your style, right? Right. It's hard to do. So what what would you say? So is that's a why up? when I say like I dumbed, I don't. I wasn't like oh, I want my style to be 
whacker. I was just like wanted to try some different different kind of stuff because yeah, within the same within the ATT style, there's only so much, so many ways you can flip the same word. But and I wanted every piece to be different. I never right. wanted to do like be you know be the guys like all right, I did 50 pieces this month, but right. they all look the same. Right. So. So I probably didn't paint as much as I could have because I didn't want to be doing the same thing all the time. So I'd wait until I had, felt like I had something a little different. Just out of sketches? Yeah. So what... what I freestyle sometimes, but... What, what, is, what does dumb down mean, though, in this case? Um, well, I had, a, I had a wall in my backyard in Brooklyn in like 2006 or seven, maybe. And uh, I just started, like, I felt it had been, like, at least four or five years since I was really active. Yeah. So I felt like I was, I had removed myself enough from what I was doing, from what, what I made a name doing, that, and I wasn't hanging out with, I was pretty much dead, I was probably dead to anybody in ATT, you know, like, fell off the map or whatever were you were you were you in ATT at the time did they put you in or, or? yeah I mean okay. I'm technically still in okay you're just, still ATT yeah. and TSC TSC is dead is dead yeah okay. how did they decide that I whatever don't know. whatever yeah but uh what you call it so yeah um so you had the wall in wanted, Brooklyn yeah I just wanted to try doing different styles and um, I guess more of a New York style, which like, is what. Um, who, who the letters are like more bars instead of like an Espo. Um, Espo's got his own. He's got his own thing. Yeah, I'm, I just yeah. It's so um, he's so simple. Yeah, which I fucking love. Yeah, but bars okay. He's, so I don't he, even know. I don't even know like. Yeah. Who's you? Who, anybody you can give us an example? Like AOK crew. Okay. Reese. Reese. Okay. Then there's more. More traditional New York style would be somebody like Keo. Okay. Who I'm, actually? I'm not sure if I know Keo. Can't he, spell he came. Both those guys painted in my backyard, which was. Oh cool. really? Yeah. That's K E O. K E O. I don't yeah. know if I know him. Yeah. So that was cool having people like well-respected dudes come yeah. over. Of course, I felt like, you know, they're like, all right, this is the toy kid. We're going to paint his backyard. But that's not true. They knew who the fuck you were at, at, in 2006. But those guys didn't, you know, these those are like old, early, old, school old school guys don't give a shit. They don't like, consider anyone after 1990 to be for real. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you're not from New York. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but now I'm back. Now I'm kind of like, I don't even know if I should be doing this. Should be writing graffiti, right? Because of the the odor, the yeah. aerosol. But then it's like, well, that's what I. Would you ever? One of the things I loved. It's like how older dudes like to golf, you know? Right, right. <laughs> well, would you ever switch to rollers or something? You know, like how do you feel about people that do that sort of thing? You know, it's cool, but it's not what I what I really see myself doing. Right, but I mean, sometimes. Right. People have to change their their shit up out yeah. of necessity, and then you learn a new way, and you kind of that's true, yeah. You know, like you don't have to be super fundamental about. I know, I know how right. you are. I see how you are. You're like, <laughs> no, this is the traditional way that's done. 
And I'm I'm, I have been called rigid. Yeah. A few times. Yeah. And I I definitely am. I yeah. Realize that about myself. You gotta be looser though, man. I'm not, I know. Open I'm up. Trying be not open to, to different <laughs> shit. Um. Because I, I like I like those different styles. Like, I always yeah, that's one way to do it. <laughs> I always dug when I saw something in a different. You know, like like. Like Andre did those those rolled out yeah. things. Like you can do huge shit I, like that, which is cool. Not that I you're, love them. I yeah. love. Them. I mean, I've done them yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. yeah, me and Lowenstein. Hell yeah. Yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. What 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 about fills? Like, what are you filling in? Like, what do you, how how important do you consider that? Like your colors, your design in there. Kind of secondary. Secondary. Anything too. should be able to fly in a black and white. Uh, if it were black and white. You're, so it's like simply, the letters should be just as good. Simply about the style yeah. of the letter, just like the 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 flavor of the shape of the of the outside of the letter. It's all about that, and anything else is secondary. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah, I mean it's important. You know, it's obviously it's nice, it's fresh when somebody does like some crazy fades with yeah. like, but. But even fills, I like to keep simple, like three to five colors, and doing more than six. What what do you what are you into? Like, do you do fades? Do you do like lightning bolts and fucking stars, and or just all the above? Uh, fades and bubbles. Fades and bubbles. That's all there is. Okay. And stripes. Okay. Psychedelic stripes, and I was talking about that yesterday with Carter. It's like. What can you, bubbles? That's like all there is. But bu- bu- bubble meaning like stars three, are cool. Three dimensional looking bubbles. No, just like dots. Oh, cluster, like, like cloud clouds, pockets. Okay, but yeah. but just round with a, yeah. with another color over another color. Yeah, that complements it really well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> awesome. That's cool. And but I mean, what about doing like some like if you you know you you have such an eye for the shape of a letter what about doing typography work or like uh, the graphic design of letters whatever you call that yeah I don't know what you typographer yeah yeah (laughs) something like that I don't really like the idea of doing graphic design maybe because my brother does it yeah so no disrespect but it's it's cool it's his thing a lot of my friends are graphic designers (laughs) yeah so I'm allowed to say it (laughs) Uh, Most of all, it sucks. <laughs> um, yeah, I just don't. I don't know why. I don't. I'm still scared of computers. Yeah. Yeah. Not scared. I just don't want to be on them. <laughs> Enter into that world. Yeah. Yeah. But you could do. I'd what rather. if you did old school? Like, I mean, how much shit can you do like that? People need things to turn around real fast. Well, sign painting is a big thing. Sign painting. What about that? Of course, I still think about tattooing. Tattooing. You could get into but, lots of different yeah. ways to make money. I think I have too many interests still that, like, yeah. I don't know what I want to do. Yeah. Still. Yeah. That's why I you just... Do, you do can do a lot stuff. of stuff. Yeah. So you've been... Know. But you've been doing the installations at Anthropology, the store. Yeah. Urban Outfitters, too, or just Anthropology? Just Anthropology. Just Anthropology. So you, the way the store looks, you make it look like that. And you yeah. make those decisions. Except for, like, this prop prop styling. Like, they do different stuff on top of what we do. But you paint like, the walls, however you Plaster, want. yeah. Plaster, yeah. Yeah. That's dope. All plaster. Sometimes wallpaper. 
different kinds of finishes on their feature walls uh-huh. that stick out from the the main wall. But yeah, that's fun. So, Do you find, I mean, I think that sounds fun. Yeah, it's been cool. I mean, I've been doing it for the past seven years. Yeah. And but, you get to go to different towns and do that, yeah, right? Yeah, kind of all across the country. Yeah, more cities and you know, I can't remember, but and you get put up in a hotel and get to, and like stay yeah. there for a couple of weeks. Each store takes two weeks. It's pretty much like clockwork now, like exactly two weeks. And you know how to start it, how to finish it, everything. Yeah, yeah. So it's a lot of plaster. Breathing in plaster dust, that's probably not <laughs> not good for you. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I like cli- because uh, because I like graffiti, I like climbing around. And yeah. that's, you know, you're always on ladder, going up and down ladders and scaffolding. So that's probably also why I like doing that kind of work. Yeah. I would fuck with a computer if I had, I feel like I don't have time to like stop doing something and then, especially in New York. And then right. All of a sudden, you gotta constantly be hustling. Yeah. And it's going to take a while to learn graphic, like, I, you know, I don't know how long your brother was in school for that or what, you know, I'm yeah. sure he did, he put his time in learning it. Yeah, he did, for sure. Because even though you have a excellent art sensibilities and you got a great eye, it's all technical shit, I guess, you got to learn on there. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, you know. that's how a lot of people think, just because they can draw good, they'll be good tattoo artists, but right. it doesn't always right. cross it's a over. totally different medium. Yeah. So yeah, you could be a good artist and you could move here. Graphic. You move here, apprentice at Dana. You live in Northside. <laughs> That's not a bad life. I know. I know. I I think about it all the time. You would learn. I mean, you learn very quickly. I'm sure. Yeah. That and they get good money and and uh, you'd have fun. Those dudes all work over there. Yeah. So what's next? What do you My dad hates tattoos. He hates tattoos? I still feel like I have to hide tattoos from my Really? Dad. You don't have too yeah. many visible, just like... Yeah. I got one on my forearm. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I don't... It's still weird, kind of like... I mean, he'd be fine. At this point, he really doesn't care, you yeah. know, like... You can't worry about that, man. I know. He, I know. He, he, I'm he, an adult. Yeah, he'd be fine <laughs> with it, uh, you know. yeah, yeah. But whatever, maybe you want to stay in New York. Obviously, New York is a whole lot. For right now, but no, I I think about Cincinnati and apprenticing at Dana's all the time. Yeah, there's no reason for for me to act like I'm part of a hustle, you know. Right. If I'm not even hustling, you know, I'm like barely getting by. Yeah. If I hustled, I might actually be be doing better. But right. In New York, you know, yeah, if you... I'm trying to be as lazy as I can and live in New York City. <laughs> right, that's not the way. That's no. not the way. If you hustled and you got in galleries and did all that shit, like, New York's the perfect place for that, definitely, if, yeah. you, were, if you were on it. Yeah. But if you're trying to chill, Cincinnati's a lot better to chill, because you, you don't have... You, your rent could be, like, $300 here, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's crazy. That's all right, man, is that... that that's pretty much... Uh, Sums, sums it up for now, right? Cool, yeah. I mean, I'll talk about anything. There's a million other things <laughs> that we can talk about. I know, I was going to say, I can keep going. What, a, what, I can, a, what keep else talking are we about how I can't get a boner. And right, right. <laughs> Bring it full circle. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to get there, man. We'll get hard. Dude, we're, we'll get hard over time. It'll take time. It'll take time, but we're going to get Yeah, hard. the older you get, the more hard on it. No. But look, man, you got to try, try, like... Just at least read up on this diet and see what you think about the literature and I shit. Will. 
it's yeah. something that it's something to consider because it has helped me. Um, like I said, it's not magic, and I think there's plenty of other shit like meditation that you're starting to get into. Yeah, smoking weed, <laughs> fucking. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, yoga? I don't know if that's good for, yeah. for you or not. Do that all the time, yeah. Yeah, yoga. Inversions are like... Oh, yeah, get the killer. blood flowing up, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. A lot of these, too. Yeah. But I think the diet is definitely one thing that, that is a, a key element yeah. in, uh, in helping things, you know? Yeah, I agree. All right, man, yeah. I've been sitting in, in my bedroom with Joey <laughs> Whiteley back... From hey. New York City. Say bye to these Big people up. out there. Yoni Wolf. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, man. Thank you very much for talking. Great to uh, great to be here. Podcast at gmail.com at Yoni Wolf on Twitter, Instagram, fucking dog piss daily, morbid sensuality.com. Find me, find me. Um, I have a new project out, an EP by my group, Divorcee. Uh, check it out, it's out on, on uh, Joyful Noise. My bandmate is the Wandering Wolf alum. Anna Stewart and my uh, very, very good friend and ex-girlfriend. Uh, it, it, it is, uh, it's very good. I'm very proud of it. I'm very proud of it. Anna does the lyrics. I do the music. It came out really good. It's like, a, it's like what I would call like lo-fi hi-fi where I, I recorded it lo-fi and then mixed it hi-fi and got into some really cool little tricks and things. Uh, I mean, that's just on a production note, but the songs are really good. The writing is great. I think you'll dig it. I think you'll dig it, people. You can check that out. That's out. Now, beauty, they have a beautiful, like, uh, red, batiked, whatever, swirly vinyl, limited edition to, like, very few. They might be gone already by the time this airs. I'm not sure. Uh, but, yeah, other than that, there, there is a black vinyl that that will will uh, have a, a larger edition so check that out and also i am heading out on the road uh with y in september C- check out the tour dates uh we're doing mostly like northeast east coast kind of stuff uh some north some some midwest stuff so check it out you can check that out on why with a question mark.com all spelled out like that so go go there Come see us, okay? Don't miss it. Don't, again, don't do the thing where you like, you know, after the day after the Detroit show, you're like, are you guys ever going to come to Detroit? And, you know, say that on my fucking Instagram feed or my, or, or, or Tumblr. Like, you know, we were just there, dummy. Pay attention, okay? P-A-T-M. Pay attention to me. You can check Joey out on uh, Instagram. He's elsewhere in the world on the net and whatever, but I'm just going to give you his Instagram because that's a good place to start. He's got lots of flicks of his uh, his graffiti work on there and stuff. Check it out. J underscore Mers at J underscore Mers M-E-R-Z. Other than that, I'm going to New York. If you see me around, 
at the Whole Foods and whatnot, you'll know, yeah, that's me. That's me. No need to make a scene, okay? If, if we're over there down by the, the fucking hard-boiled egg section in prepared foods, just, you know, say hi and go about your business. No big deal. Or, you know, say hi and then maybe we'll, if I'm bored, we can actually have a little chat. We'll see. We'll see where we're at. I will be back to you next week. Again, if you have if you have some New York guests, hit me now immediately uh, with 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 who I should. And don't say like have me on, have me on. Just if you know if you're a college student or something, unless you have an incredible story, unless you grew up fucking royalty or something, and have a weird weird story about how you ended up going to NYU uh, Tisch School of Communications as a as a fucking film student, whatever. If you're friends with David Bowie or something like that, uh, then yeah, please, HMU. All right, have a great week, you guys. Stay up, PC-weasy, and keep wandering. Monta Williams is all of a sudden like one of my idols. Okay, okay. <laughs> I love him all of a sudden. <laughs>